The Providence College Friars. Top for the crossover. The Big East. The rest of the college hoops world. Setting the screen. Dunn twisting his way in. This is the Providence Crier Podcast. With your host, a PC grad standing in at four feet tall. He is the Providence Crier himself, Mike Surratt. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Providence Crier Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Surratt, the Providence Crier. Follow me on Twitter, that's at Providence Crier. Read our blog, theprovincecrier.com. Um... Join with me as always. We got BOC in the house. Follow him on Twitter at BOC all day. Today is February 2nd. Um, BOC just a epic battle last night between Providence and Xavier. I don't know about you, but my first take is I'm just mentally and emotionally drained after that game. I felt uh, I feel great about the team after after that game. It was two top teams in the Big East going head to head. One team has to win, one team has to lose. Xavier came out on top. We got a great look from deep by Bynum, who has continued to crush Xavier. Uh, and I, that one was halfway down before it bounced out. Xavier was, you know, first 10 minutes firing on all cylinders. They were on pace to score like 120, 130 points. And when they're, when they're clicking, they're a dangerous team. I think you saw a potential Sweet 16 matchup there. And it, it, the way, they've, the way they've performed on the road, Creighton and Marquette without Bynum, and then you know Xavier with Bynum, even though those were losses, they hung around and they played tight. It shows me this team is not fluky, and you, you, you kind of know you're going to get a solid performance regardless of if they're home or away. They're not too volatile. Uh, so bummer we didn't get the loss. We would have been in the driver's seat for uh, first place in the Big East, but Destiny, I think, is still in our hands to potentially repeat. So, wanted the win, but not the end of the world. Yeah, um, you know, it, I say I'm mentally and emotionally drained just because they're just such a battle. Um, you know, I, listen, I'm taking. I don't think there's like a moral victory in this per se because you want to win every game. And had they won that game, they would have been in you know whole position to to run this thing back, but, um, you know, you, you gotta be proud of the effort regardless. Um, you know, for the team to go down 14 points, um, 12 minutes into the game, you thought, Oh boy, this is going to go in the wrong direction. And, you know, it's not, you know, there's going to be a blowout maybe. And did not you, only was did it you, not a blowout. Did you think that though? Did you think it was going to be a blowout when they got that 10, 12, 14 point lead? Kinda. I I just had a feeling it wasn't they I think the thing was Xavier was playing so well offensively. Right. I mean, yeah. Like they were bound to, you know, not continue that hot shooting that they had early on, um, for sure. But, you know, I I just think 
just the way the crowd was. It, I, I don't know. It just and maybe I shouldn't have felt that way because that's what they did against Creighton. Um, that's what they did against Marquette, essentially. Um, so maybe I shouldn't have felt that way. But I, yeah, I was feeling a little uneasy just because <laughs> you know they 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 got hit with a haymaker right out of the gate. Um, but I do gotta say, man, like you, you know how you were talking about you didn't want this to be a track meet. Ultimately, yeah. it kind of was, but kind of wasn't, right? They lose 85-83 in overtime. Um, definitely a high-scoring game, but but like you said, uh, Xavier was on pace for 150 points, I think, freaking five minutes into the game. Um, but, I mean, I, I was more so impressed, BOC, that not only did they come back and fight, but – like they took the lead pretty quickly. Like they were up by two, like right out of the gates in the second half. Yeah, and it shows the the pedigree of Xavier and the 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 ceiling for them, and the fact that they didn't fold. And yeah, they lost the lead, but then they marched right back. And I think maybe maybe it breaks out a little bit differently if Xavier's on the road there. Um, but they also did the same thing against UConn when UConn had that amazing second half run against them, and. Uh, trimmed down the lead, and then Xavier built it back up again. So this team knows how to win. They have they're old. They're like the, we've said a lot of times. They're the PC of last year. Who uh, even said that? Yeah, they're 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 literally identical. They're carbon copies of each other. To the everybody's either a senior or a junior or a fifth year senior, six year senior, adding an, a transfer point guard who knows how to close out games. It's you know it's like for like so. Yeah, it's there. You, you wish maybe things were called a little bit better in the second half. I don't think we got the benefit of the whistle, but I, I, that's not why we lost. I think they just made plays. It's not one of those things where, like, they won the game. We didn't lose it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, let's get to the officiating because, you know, to me, it, it's one of those weird games because I don't think the fishing was horrendous um, by any means. They let him play. I mean, this game was super physical. So I, I know you're, 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 you know, give me a little look there. But um, they let him play for the most part, right? And then I think what's frustrating from a PC perspective would be how it was called down the stretch. You had two plays where Hunter and Bynum were in the post, or excuse me, Hopkins were in the post, and Hopkins. Is going straight up, and they call fouls both times. The second one maybe a little more warranting of a foul because it did look like his arm was a little bit hovered over, and then it got bumped. But, um, but to call those and then not call everything that Hopkins was doing around the rim, and then that Bynum drive before the final shot, I think people kind of forget about that because you know, you know, you just focus on that three point ball. But oh, he Bynum, got he got right? mugged. He got mugged by Nunji. Yeah. And like, it's like, okay, that's fine. You, you, you let a lot of things go last night, but then you kind of went ticky tack with some of the plays with Xavier. So, again, I don't want to, you know, say that blame this game on the rest by any means. And believe me, I'm someone that will do that. I'm not afraid to do it. I know people think that's whiny and childish. Uh, I personally think if the refs suck and cost you a game, uh, they cost you a game. But in this also, one, talk about the Kunkel three. Does that does that happen if they don't call the blatant push off? And that was extremely frustrating too because what 
what did they call like they called it unlock? They called yeah. it uncorner in this game. And then you know, I know it's it's late game. You know, you know the, the crowd's probably going to eat you alive if you call that an offensive foul. But like it was, he just shoves him off, and then Kunkel's is wide open for three, and he hits. And when he, by the way, when he hit that, I was like, oh god, Sean Miller Kunkel, maybe I am afraid. Even though I thought he kind of sucked for most of the night. He's a dirt. He's a dirty player. Uh, oh yeah, dude. That so you know that, who that, you know who he reminds me of? Grant Gibbs from Creighton. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that that play on Crosswell, um, to me, the way the game was go, going, that I'm fine with them not calling that a flagrant, but by rule, excessive and unnecessary, that met the criteria. But also, he you just have to literally lowered his shoulder and banged into him. If it wasn't the biggest, strongest player on Providence. Right, maybe it does get called. It does get called. But, but to your point, if you go by the book, that should have been a flagrant. And and he was he was like laughing about it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the rematch at the end. Yeah, and so like thank God Kunkel's three ended up being meaningless because Jared Bynum gets one uh, <laughs> to go off the bank uh, to tie it up right after that. Um, and then obviously Bynum has his shot in overtime that misses. Um, I want to go to what some of the Xavier guys are saying post game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you heard this. No. But, um, you know, Nunji was like, we felt like they owed us this game. And then, like, he said that. And then Boom was like, Bynum owed us missing that shot for hitting the bank shot. And mm. I'm like, I hated that. Like, they don't owe you shit, dude. Um, well, I mean. If you want to talk about anything, it's let's talk about how our defense against Nunji. He can talk all he wants because our defense against Nanji was absolutely atrocious. How many threes did he hit in the game? Three or four? Yeah, yeah, th- that was bad. But the thing about Kunkel, man, or excuse me, Nunji, is big man gets tired. <laughs> he he got real make, tired late in that game. But make him make him take it off the dribble. Then yeah. letting him shoot those threes, like get up in get up in his shirt. We talked about it in the pregame in the article. That's all we talked about is get in their jerseys and make them dribble by you. Kobe Jones did it. Boom did it. Um, trying to think, they were pretty. Yeah, they they did it pretty well, even against like Carter. Um, those two did it. I don't know why we didn't try and make Nunji put it on the deck because I'm not sure how well he can do that, and I wouldn't expect him to at seven foot. But the fact that you, I mean, what did he? Let me look right now. I I do think the one thing. Um, hey, he went I, three or four. Did, yeah, but, but but I thought we we also kind of gave them too deep of post position throughout whether it was hunter hunter or nunji i felt I like they were getting the ball deep into the paint and yeah. like and then like later in that game there, there was a play where where crosswell just denied that from happening and, and nunji was forced to kind of take a difficult jumper kind of like like five yeah. to ten feet out and missed um so yeah i mean that was kind of frustrating speaking of jerome hunter replacing Fremantle. You know, we were like, that was the biggest mystery. I think that helped Xavier. <laughs> I think it helped him up with Hopkins, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think – I don't think Fremantle can do anything close to what Hunter did. And I do think, again, I think he got the benefit of the whistle because it's like a great story. He, yeah. You know, I don't – but you got to give him credit. Hopkins went three or 14, missed, missed a lot. 
life made life very, very difficult for him. So you got to give kudos to the other team too. Uh, Hunter did a great job on defense, great job on the boards. Um, it, but you know what's getting under talked about? What that final sequence in regulation? Where just like where we didn't get life? the timeout that we were pleading for, and then Locke literally almost hit a like a three quarter court buzzer beater. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, was Locke special uh, last night? He was just yes. playing all the threes. Uh, it was pretty funny. Came back had a tweet early. You know, Locke didn't get off to a great start, and he's like, "Oh, Locke's been brutal in these road games." And then but he has, but he has <laughs> been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm saying he hasn't been, but uh, and in our text group, some s- same sentiments were shared by some people. And then Locke made you all quiet real quick. He was electric. Uh, hit big shot after big shot. He kept in, him and Crosswell kept you in the game early. I thought. Um, so really good effort from them. Carter, Carter hopping by them. Like, listen. Again, we talked about this. If an off night for Hopkins is double double, uh, I mean, I, I live you, with that. Did you see Hopkins play the entire game? Yeah, that was awesome. Damn, Carter played forty. Carter Dude, played. That, that game was not for the week, man. A lot of people put up some I, serious I, minutes long. I'm, I'm happy we have a week break, honestly. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, both Hopkins was a little gimpy a few times. Carter, Carter with his hip. Um, but yeah, I mean they showed grit, they showed toughness. Listen, they didn't have the best game shooting those three guys, but I thought all of them made big plays in the comeback effort and down in crunch time. It just they just didn't have enough big plays at the end of the day. Um also one thing that's that I pointed out, how convenient was it for um for uh, Jerome Hunter to get to get cramps, uh cramp, you know, n- nice little cramp right before he had to shoot free throws. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put the tinfoil hat on. The funny By thing, by the is, way, and then Claude, who's a forty-eight percent free throw shooter, knocks them both down. You're like, oh. well, here's the thing with Claude. I'm guessing I haven't checked the stats, but I'm guessing he doesn't have many attempts to shoot. He went. I think it said it was. I think they said he was ten of twenty-one before those attempts. Okay, so a decent amount, but like, not really. Um, stroke, stroke looked pure to me. <laughs> I know, and it's tough because I because I feel like. With a guard, like he's a guard, so you would expect him to. Like, I just felt like the percentage was facetious. I don't even know what that rule is. Do you have to put in a guy that's played? No, uh, I think you the can rule choose is, anyone. I, I I don't know the exact rule, but I know Cooley gets a pick who gets to shoot the free throw. I, I, don't, know, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's who's ever on the court, but if I I know what you're getting at, like if it were me, I would just put in a walk on then. Right. Yeah, just find the biggest scrub on their team. Yeah, it, maybe it's somebody who's played, or maybe it's one of the four that are in uh, the worst of the four you choose that are in the game. Um, yeah, I, I saw on Twitter, I don't know if this was true or not, I think a Xavier fan tweeted it, that he heard Cooley tell the ref to have Sean shoot the refs. I can see yeah, that. No, he, did, he said something like Sean Miller shoots him or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, listen, I, I was pretty bummed out by the end of the game. I'm glad we didn't record right post game because I was, uh, I was pretty steaming mad. Uh, but at the end of the day, both teams are very good teams. Uh, both teams, I think, can make a run in March. Um, and for Xavier, at the end of the day, they needed that one more than us, if you think about it, because 
Think about what they had to deal deal with with the last two years, absolutely collapsing in February. Now they get their 10th biggest win. They're in sole possession of, well, actually, no, they're tied because Marquette won, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but they're in a great spot now. And, you know, we said we didn't think, we didn't think the February collapse was coming this year. And I think last night kind of cemented that. Um, so good win for Xavier. They got to come back and play us at the end. I tweeted they, out. They, I'm may a have, they may have Fremantle back by that game. If I remember, I was oh, looking to- they said a month, but, but it's March 1st. So it's going to be yeah. close. It's going to be right around the timeline. I, um, after seeing last night, I kind of want them back. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Um, heal, heal up. But yeah, I think I might go Barkley guarantee for that one. Uh, and I know Barkley has a history of really missing on his guarantees, but I don't know, man. They come back to the app March one. Uh, you know for a fact Hopkins has taken more than uh, six free throw attempts. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Uh, uh, assuming he plays, obviously. Assuming he's healthy, yeah. Fingers crossed. Obviously, things can change. Um, you know, the crowd's going to be into it. And listen, I think, I think for Xavier, they got a boost from Hunter, more so on the defensive end than offensively. But and Claude, I don't think those guys show up at the end. They, that's like a classic college, classic NBA playoff thing. Your role guys typically don't show up on the road uh, to to play the play devil. That's advocate. the difference. That, well, to play devil's advocate, if I was Xavier fan, I'd be like, next game against Providence when we play at their place, we're not going to shoot fifty six percent from the free throw line. Yeah, but they're probably not going to get there as much either. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I listen. I I think. It's a good team. It's it's not yeah. a bad loss, and as Ken Palm showed, we we uh, we covered. So even though we lost, we went up in the rankings. So that makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah. Ken Palm twenty eight now. Hang a banner. Yeah. Sixteen in offense. Boc though. I think that's that's the biggest surprise for me. Not so much that it's surprising from based off what we've done this year. I think we have a really good offense, but to think, man. Cool, he's come a long way. We never, we never thought we would have a top, 50, top fifty offense, let alone top twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, top twenty. Yeah. Um, so, Friars get a week off. I think from a fan's perspective, kind of brutal. Uh, I want them to play tonight, but if I'm being rational, um, you know that was a war. So the guys <laughs> could probably use. You know, the you know that you know they're so banged up today. Oh yeah, um, ice baths for for Hopkins and Carter for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, damn, imagine Pond hit that. <laughs> and it was good luck, and it was it was, honestly was halfway down. Damn, real tough. You just don't you don't expect to your point. The next game, do we think Hopkins is going to go three or fourteen? No. Do we think Carter's going to go six of fourteen? No. Do we think Bynum's going to go three of twelve? No. So it'll even out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think we might. I think Xavier might be in for a little surprise uh, when they come to the amp March one. Mm-hmm. All right, we cover everything we wanted to cover on that game. On that game, yeah, I think we're good. All right. 
Um, so let's uh, let's wrap up here by by going around the Big East. Um, last night there were three games in action outside of the Friar game. Um, Creighton gets a win at Georgetown. No surprise there. They win by ten. They're continuing to be hot and definitely are a threat here down the stretch uh, to to win the Big East for sure. Um, Villanova, man, you know, it's funny. Providence has been so good late this year, last year, and over a pretty large sample size for Ed Cooley. Mm -hmm. First OT loss since 2019, um, 5-0 in that span. Villanova, on the other hand, this year is going through the exact opposite. Um, I didn't watch that game, but I did, you know, catch wind of it on Twitter. Once again, Nova leading for most of the game. Marquette goes on a big run. 16 to 3. Yeah. And just wins the game by nine points. Um, Villanova, I believe, had 16 turnovers or something like that. Um, Man. I'm glad I was right about that. Not the same Nova team. I don't think anyone's afraid anymore. But still, I think that they're going to be a tough out if they can just figure out how to close games. Oh, my word. Yeah. I. Uh, that would have been a nice one for Providence to see Nova steal one for two reasons. Yeah, because can just – right. It helps the resume and also keeps us, you know, tracking with Xavier. But it is what it is, uh, you know. Market showing they're a great team. I heard uh I heard my boy Cole Lake was talking a lot of trash to Whitmore. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too on Twitter. Um I'm sure you're fired up about that. Um we do have to address the elephant in the room, BOC. Um you tried to tell me in the text group there's still more time, but Seton Hall goes into St. John's last night, and I think it was a competitive game for most of the game. And then the Giants just unraveled big time. Uh, Andre Corbello gets tossed from this one while his team is up two. They end up losing by 12. Um, he chucks he chucks his tack glasses. Pretty sure he doesn't wear sunglasses. I'm pretty sure those are tack glasses like we see on TV. Um, he chucks them, gets tossed. The Johnnies are a mess. There's a Do you lot have of any, any comment, BOC? What's going on here? There's a lot of time. Don't worry. Don't worry. They're going. They're, their moment to shine is going to be in the Big East tournament, <laughs> and it all and you, it'll all come yeah, together. You laugh as you say that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, how about you took the cheese? You took the cheese. I did it last year. It's okay. I tried to warn you though. <laughs> I'm. It's not even. I. They had a really good roster last year too. But what the heck's happened to David Jones? What the heck oh, has God. happened to what the heck's happened oh, to Josh Alexander? Yeah. Like these guys are shells of themselves. And if you told St. John's fans going into the year, like you have Curbelo, like they know they have that big three of Posh, Curbelo, and Jones, right? If you told them, not telling them anything else, but Joel Soriano would average a double double in the year and be as good as he's been, they're probably thinking they're getting back to the tournament for the first time in a while. (laughs) Got to be frustrating. Yeah. Poor Mike Anderson. Yeah, this might be his last year in St. John at St. John's. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Saturday though, uh, we get to sit on our couch. It's going to be freezing out here in the east. Yep. Um, 
And we just get to sit back and watch the other teams kill each other. Uh, what are we? What are we hoping for? St. John's makes a little St. John. I think realistically, hope for a realistic upsets. St. John's and Nova, right? Those are the only ones that jump out to me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if Connecticut loses the Georgetown, that would be too too funny. Um, but I don't want to talk shit because we've yet to play Georgetown and I'm getting flashbacks of 20, what was it? It was the COVID, the post, was it 2021? Yeah. Yeah. When we lost them and that it was pretty much the beginning of their resurgence winning yeah. the yeah. tournament. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to talk too much shit there. But yeah, I, that, that's probably not going to happen, but would be hilarious. Um, that game's at, at noon, FS1. Butler travels to Marquette. Butler is a, is like one of those – the Bulldogs are one of those dogs you see on on, on the TV with uh, – who is it, Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what they are right now. No, they're, they're, Butler's, Butler's old yeller. You got to bring it out back and just take it behind the woodshed. <laughs> they're neglected and abused at this point. Like, they're in rough shape. I don't see a win happening there either. But that's at two of this one. Um, like you said, St. John's travels to Xavier. Really hope the Giants can figure something out. Uh, maybe Curbelo getting tosses to come to Jesus moment for them. Who knows? Curbelo revenge game. Um, that would be that would be something. Um, but that's 5 p.m. on Fox. Part of a doubleheader for the biggest. Villanova then travels to Creighton. Uh, Creighton looking to continue their hot streak. So should be a good Saturday hoops. I'm going to look forward to knowing my boys are resting up and uh, these guys can battle it out. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think, uh, I think we're still in a great place. Again, if you would have said, what are we now? 17 and six, right? Mm -hmm. 17 and six, nine and three in conference. Every single Friar fan would have signed up for that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have a full month now. I I don't think anybody's, upset about last night maybe like the refing no. upset about but i think everybody's like yeah it's it's a biggest conference game it's impossible to win on the road especially against a good team we had we had the ball with the chance to win it that's all you can ask for that's what cooley said in his post-game presser and honestly um we, we were bound to lose like no way we're going to continue this insane streak of closing games late i know we didn't against St. Louis. I think that's our one loss this year. Well, this was our second loss in a five-point game, I believe, five or less. Um, now we're five and two on the year. St. Louis game was the other, but I mean, I don't know if that really counts because it was us choking that game as opposed to... <laughs> uh, of course it counts. Um, but, but yeah, you know, again, proud of the effort. We just got to get back, back to it. Maybe before we wrap, there I did a thread on Twitter today. What do you think we need to do? Rest of we have eight games left. What do you think we need to do rest of way to uh, get a get a share of the Big East title? Because I don't think we'd win outright unless something really strange happens. Yeah, definitely not going to win outright. That'd be awesome, though. Um, you know, me, I'm just hopeful. I just want five and three. That might not do it. Probably won't do it. No. But 
I think we I think to even get a share we have to go seven and one, which to me seems unrealistic. I it's think I don't like these teams are bad. Like these teams gotta travel too. BOC. I know. But sit, but you think at worst Xavier or Marquette goes six and two, right? At worst, I mean, no. <laughs> oh, okay, well, let's say we'll say of of those two teams, one of them is going to have to go six and two, right? I mean, I haven't done the math, but and that gets them to sixteen wins. If Xavier went to uh, six and two, yes, that would be sixteen and four. Yeah, and wait. then and then I think what it, what's uh wait no no no. Oh yeah, six and two. Yes, and then Marquette is. I did the freaking math earlier today. Um, Marquette is ten and two. So, and they have eight games left. So, they they go six and yeah. So, one if the, both those guys go six and two. They sixteen wins. So right. No. Yeah. Seven. Maybe you hope. The worst, the worst that Providence can do to maybe have a shot at the share is six and two, seven and one might be realistic. You say realistically, we probably should get a share, but it, that's going to be tough. Like I could also see one of those teams going seven and one, like that wouldn't that wouldn't shock me either. Yeah, but you know, it's it's February, and it it, it almost seems like, you know. We've been watching college hoops for a decent amount of time, I think. Um, it almost seems like it's the second season, right? Like, you see it all the time across the country. Teams imploding, teams on the rise. Yeah. You just never know. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. But end of the day, to me, BOC, would I love to repeat? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. Um, we could put our stamp on this conference that we are now the team. Uh, how, how mad would everybody be if we repeat and we have a share of the title? Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. Um, I wonder if they would do it like the way they did that that three way tie time member and like, both like it was like, I think Seton Hall celebrated, and then like the other two teams. I think it was like Creighton. Was that Hall Creighton Xavier that split that year? I, don't know. I forget. I don't know what it was, but I remember like one of them. The two of them were playing together, and one of the teams cut down the nets, and the other team was like, "Yay, we won too!" <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you had another net celebration at, at the other team that was there. Uh, yeah, that would be hilarious. Um, but no, what I'm saying is, end of the day, I just want us to have stay off that uh, eight nine line. Um, well, okay, let's let's talk about that really yeah. quick. What 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 record gets us seven seed or better? We'll say seven seed or better. What's the what's the minimum number of wins that we need? Probably five. Um, five. <laughs> twenty-two. What is that? Twenty-two and nine. Yeah. Well, prior to Big East. Yeah. You win a game in the Big East. Yeah, I would say five is right. I think you're. I think you're accurate. Do you yeah, think? I don't, want, I, I don't want to be that eight nine because it's it's impossible. no no I don't no. 
And it's, it's all like this is the worst part about the NCAA tournament. I love the NCAA tournament. I love everything about it. The eight nine just sucks because like you got. You'd, ra- you'd rather be a seven or a ten, right? You would rather be a ten than a nine or an eight. Correct. Which sucks. You'd probably honestly rather be an eleven. Almost rather be the playing game. <laughs> yeah. No, I I actually think you'd rather be a ten or eleven. I mean, we've seen eight. Eight or nine over one before, but it's like you it's know. rare. Yeah. Plus, you don't um, want to, you don't want to catch one of these like freaking like Kentucky or North Carolina as the other eight or nine seed. Yeah, that, yeah, that too. Eat Creighton. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, they play Creighton on neutral. Yeah, that's true. Um. All right, you got anything else? No, nah, man. Good, good talk. I um, I do want to give one shout out. <laughs> uh, oh jeez! He falls. Oh, Friar Father uh, Jordan Zajac. I hope I got his name right. Um, he tweeted last night. Did you see this? <laughs> Where he fell drinking a beer or something? Like yeah, that. <laughs> like on Carter's like steal and score or something. He thought it was an air one <laughs> or, or, or some darn thing. Um, I love it. Love the passion. I was going to comment. Love the passion, and then I was like. Maybe that might get misconstrued. That could get misconstrued. Am I talking yeah. about the Mel Gibson movie? Am I talking yeah. about Jesus? Am I talking about Jesus, or am I just talking that I love his passion for fire hoops? That's what the, it was. All the above, maybe. Maybe I guess. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the Passion of the Christ actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to him. I just love that. Uh, it seems the Friars. Uh, on campus are, are taking a real interest in this team. You gotta love it. It just goes to speak, though, towards you know what Cooley's built here—a community that's all in on this team. Completely so, agree. Completely, completely agree. So, I, so I had to shout him out. That's all I got, though. Anything else? Nah, man, I'm good. All right. See you later, Fire Time. See you guys. Cool. Man up in my city, I'm the truth, yeah. David Duke when I'm way above the hoop, eh? Cross over, I might go to L.E.U. Heard they sleeping on me, well, let's take them back to school. PC, you know we on go, eh? Feel like AJ Reeves when I'm off that pick and roll, eh? Fall down, bounce back like Emmy Hope, eh? I'm the alpha dog, Diallo. They was sleeping on me, that's what made me a savage. And he see me bumpin', so we gon' let him have it, yeah They don't want no static, we at the top just like the attic This year we takin' over March Madness Man up in my city, I'm the truth, yeah David Duke when I'm way above the hoop, babe Cross over, I might throw the you. But they sleepin' on me, well, let's take them back to school Man up in my city, I'm the truth, yeah